Hi everyone, this is Florence Brever. Welcome to another week of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. The Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast for attorneys and business owners to help you find balance between work and life. I deal with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all of this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999. Yes, 20 years. (laughs) Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have the magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living your best life and enjoying work and enjoying your time off. This podcast, I'm calling A Room of One's Own, and I'm also going to do a review of the movie Escape Room, and I'm going to talk about Chip and Joanna Gaines a little bit. This week, in People who listen to me, I know they'll hear this a lot, but I know I'm not the only one out there. As I talk to attorneys and I talk to people who own their own business and I talk to people in the corporate world and I talk to contractors, there's no one who is immune from this, that there are weeks that are just all-consuming, overwhelming. And in my last podcast, I just talked about when you have those You just have to do it. Like, just do it. There's nothing you can do besides get it done. And this was one of those weeks for me, especially towards the end of the week. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I had three days in a row where between those three days, I had six court hearings. I also had scattered meetings, including a very long meeting. Those three days were 15-hour days, and I just plowed through it. I just did the best I could, tried to keep up as much as possible, put stuff in a stack for dealing with next week. Um, we'll, We'll definitely need to spend some time this weekend working. But what did I do this morning? So I woke up on Saturday, and this was the first Saturday because of the holidays Um, And for other reasons, for the last four or five Saturdays, maybe six, I've had something scheduled where I had to be there at a certain time, whether it was family in town or a scheduled party or a basketball game or an event with friends, whatever it is that I had going on, I had something scheduled on Saturday. So when I was doing my regular Saturday routine, I would have to finish up really quick and get showered and get dressed and go out and do what I had to do, which is always a bit of a bummer for me because as I've said before, Saturday is definitely my refresh and reflect day, um, my day to get just my personal stuff done that has added up during the week. So that's why I started thinking about the topic of a room of one's own. That's obviously a title by Virginia Woolf. I googled it quickly, and it was published in 1929, which just floored me. I mean, 90 years ago. 
And the main, if I can summarize it into a sentence, was basically Virginia Woolf was saying a woman needs money and a room of one's own to be able to write. And I think this doesn't just have to apply to women. It can apply to everybody where you just have some space of your own for a period of time to get away from it all. And it might be a metaphorical space, you know, such as meditation, or it might be a spot that's two by three where you just sit on the floor with your legs crossed, or it just might be your front porch or wherever it is, just some place where you have some time, whatever your pleasure is, whether it's mine, I know I've said it before, is that I love reading, so I read tons of magazines, I read tons of books. So if I can have a quiet spot and have some time to have a little bit of time to myself, that's definitely a plus for me. So I wanted to talk about some places in my house and outside of my house that I call a room of my own. So one of the spots actually is my bathtub. I used to take tons of baths. I I remember just, I probably took a bath every night for, for the longest period of time, for years and years. And I would bring magazines and bring books and just relax. And when I do take a bath, I still do that. But I've just found that I don't have that time in the evening anymore. Um, I'm usually dealing with dinner or laundry and dishes and to have like an hour to be able to just sit in the bath doesn't seem to exist for me. Also, I'm in Arizona now. I I really, really took baths all the time when I was in Chicago. Um, But now that I'm in Arizona, there's a long period of time during the year where taking a bath just isn't as relaxing as you might think. When it's 110 out, you don't necessarily want to get in a hot bath. So I still enjoy the occasional bath, and it's basically on a Saturday, sometimes a Sunday. And to make it the space of my own, I have some accessories in there that I wanted to share with you. There's a website called Umbra, U-M-B-R-A dot com. On that website, I bought a tray that goes into the bath. I saw it recommended in a magazine. It might have been HGTV magazine, maybe Rachel Ray, something like that. And it has adjustable sides. So no matter what size your bathtub is, it'll fit. But the tray has a flip up little screen for or holder, I guess, where you can prop a book or magazine. It has a spot where you can slide in. If you're drinking a glass of wine with a stem, you can slide the stem into it. And it has a spot where you could put a cup of coffee or a cup of tea if you like. And I love this thing. And um, it just really has for 40 bucks. And when I bought it, Uh, I signed up for their email list, so it took 20% off. So for $35, I have this great little thing that totally personalizes my bathtub and makes it more relaxing and personalized. Another, the biggest place in my 
house, which is the room of my own, is my bedroom. And I am a giant bed hog. Not me personally. When I sleep, I'm kind of sleeping on the edge. When my husband's sleeping in there, he has plenty of room and he's kind of a bed hog. But for me, it's not the sleeping that takes up my space. It's when I'm not sleeping and I'm just kind of hanging out in there. I love to have my bed made. The quickest way you can make your room look amazing is to make your bed. And I'm not hospital corners or anything like that, but just to have the comforter pulled up and the pillows propped up changes the whole view of your room and and how you see it. It just feels much cleaner immediately after that. And on that comforter, comforter, I'll spread out my books, my magazines, my laptop, my phone, my purse, and just hang out there and clean out my purse, change purses, flip through a couple of books. And And it's like, because I have everything spread out, I can kind of jump from one thing to another. I call it my reading ADD, where I'll read like a chapter or two of maybe a cookbook, and then I'll switch to fiction, and then I'll switch to a law book, and then I'll switch to time management. And it um, is just sort of a relaxing thing I like to do. I also, um, because it's not super fair to my spouse, because I literally take up the whole bed, I'll sometimes do this in my guest room. And in my guest room, I always, always, always wanted to have a white comforter and white sheets. But I think practically, like when you go to a hotel room, it's always white comforters, white sheets, and it feels so luxurious for some reason. But I think practically, like day to day, it just feels like it would get super dingy, super fast. But I did that in my guest room because how often do you have guests? And I love to just hang out in there sometimes. And I put a hot pink chair in the corner And sometimes I'll sit in the chair, sometimes I'll sit on the bed and just spread out. And to really, really make the room feel like it's your own, shut the door. It feels like you've gone away when you shut that door and give yourself a little bit of time and quiet time to yourself. I did that on Tuesday night because I knew Wednesday, I'm trying to figure out what my worst day was, Wednesday, Thursday, I mean, who knows, they were all like kind of equally terrible. But um, Wednesday was my standing business meeting, which is every other week, my business networking meeting. And it starts at seven. So for me, I have to get up at five. Um, I'm so envious of the people who can get up, you know, and just need to get ready in half an hour. I need to ease into the day. So I do get up two hours before I need to be somewhere. And I need to get my records together and all of that. And then plus I had court immediately after that. So there's all this stuff that I have to do. So I have to get up at five. And I hung out in the guest room on Tuesday night. And it just took me away from everything that I needed to do for those next couple of days and really, really felt just amazing. It made me, it refreshed me as much as it could in this week. Another place that I like to go in my house is I love sitting by a window and my dining room table is by the window and we have these heavy drapes which I kind of hate but they are what they are for now but those open pretty easily and I'll open them up and just sit there and work 
or read and spread out on the table. And I enjoy that quite a bit as well. I'll do the same on my porch swing. I'll bring a book, magazine, whatever um, I need to um, relax. This one will be a little bit odd, but another place, which is a room of my own, is my office. My office is decorated in colors that I enjoy, in furniture that's more modern, which I enjoy. And I know I've told this story before, but for 15, 16 years, I, my office looked the same. I had a big, giant, heavy desk that a client had given me. It was dark brown. I had a big, heavy, dark brown credenza. And one day, I just said, enough. I literally got rid of all of it. And I ordered um, white furniture um, with lots of red accents. So um, a red side table and a red office chair. And it makes me so happy to be in there. Or I'll do the same. Like, like I said, I'm a big fan of just taking my things and spreading out. If I can make a pile of, if I'm working on two or three projects and I can kind of spread out with them, I feel much more productive. So my conference table in my office is a big one where I'll do this. And if I don't have meetings scheduled in the conference room, I'll go into the conference room. I will shut the door and say I'm not taking any telephone calls and work solidly for a couple of hours. When I do that, I get more done than I ever could sitting at my desk with the phone ringing. I also try to find space for myself out in the world. Coffee shops are a big one, and I think that's a big place for a lot of people. I know a lot of people have made Starbucks or other coffee shops, kind of their, their either literally their office or their office away from their office. And I've done that with being able to connect to the Wi-Fi and having, there's always tables, you can always spread out, you can get a ton done. The other place that I have in my house is um, I have a small bedroom that I converted into, in a way, it's almost like a big walk-in closet. It's a very small bedroom. And my closet, sharing it with my husband, it just wasn't enough room for both of our things. So after my oldest daughter moved out, I took this bedroom and like I said, basically made it a big walk-in closet. But it also has a small chaise lounge and a chair and a, and a stool and a nice comfy, uh, it's one of those rugs that just has the big, the, the real big padding on it. And I bought it at Ross for maybe $20, but it has uh, pretty colors in it. It's actually the place where I record my podcast. I call this room the closet. I named it after uh, the closet for Vogue magazine. If you've ever read Vogue magazine or seen the documentary, the September issue, or it was also featured in an episode of Sex in the City, it was also talked about in the movie The Devil Wears Prada in the fictional magazine Runway. So I'm sure every fashion magazine has these, but I always think of Vogue when I think about the closet. But Vogue has a giant, giant room that has 
clothing, accessories, bags, shoes, and they call it the closet. And that's where they pull things for shoots. And so that's what I call my little bedroom that I keep my stuff in. But it's another place for me to hang out and have some quiet time, spread out with, um, you know, my shoes and my bags and just get organized. All right. So that's just what I, I wanted to talk about this week in terms of, of time management. This week will be, I think, a pretty short episode. I am tired and I have a full weekend. My It's my youngest daughter's 12th birthday. Happy birthday, Maggie. And I can't believe she's 12. She's the baby in the family, so it's kind of crazy. Um, but so last weekend um, was a lot of just busyness. I had, and I know I've talked about it before, I'm a sun season ticket holder, and I have been for six years. And now I must be a glutton for punishment. I still love the suns, even though they've. it's probably the worst year out of all the years that I've been a season ticket holder where none of the seasons have been great. The crazy thing is the first season, they almost made the playoffs, and it's been completely downhill from then. But I'm still a fan. And I love to go to any of their events. And that's one of the privileges of being a season ticket holder is that they'll have events that you can go to. And they had their mid-season event where you could go and get off autographs at the stadium and watch a team practice, which I think is always super fun. So I had that on Saturday. That took up most of my day. And then Sunday, I went to the my brother's house. He loves, loves, loves football, him and his son. And one thing that I've kind of thrown into my whole mix of relaxing on the weekends is I'll go there on Sundays when they're watching football. I'm not a giant fan of football, but for some reason, I like to be around people watching football. And my family gets together, like a lot of times my mom and dad will drive in, I can bring my father in law to it, and he can hang out with everybody. My husband will often show up, sometimes my older girls. So it's just been a place where everyone knows my brother's always there on a Sunday and everybody can drop in and out. And sometimes I might pick up like some dips or something or some fancy cheeses or something to bring over, which just makes it seem a little bit more festive. And that's actually, there's been a few Sundays this football season where I've actually brought my laptop and just sat down and and worked. Um... But I was around people, so it didn't feel as depriving as it might usually be than as when I have to go to the office on a Sunday. So my point is, um, it was kind of a busy weekend. And I, to the greatest extent possible, I love to see a movie during the week. And for a long time... I would have time during the week and it's been it's been a good year where it just feels like the weeks the actual weekdays are so stinking busy. I have my personal training two evenings a week. I have uh my daughter has dance two days a week. I have a church group one night a week. So trying to do something the week it's just completely out the window even going to dinner I 
feel like I used to go out to dinner during the week, maybe one or two times. And now just everything has to happen on the weekend, which is another reason why I've been so protective about my weekends, because if I'm going to get anything done, it has to be on the weekend. So I went and saw the movie Escape Room on Sunday night. And again, I encourage people, if there's something that's fun for you, don't deprive yourself of it. Because I really, really wanted to see this movie. I heard some good buzz about it. I heard that there was like a little bit of like a surprise in it. So I didn't want to start reading stuff and have it spoiled. And it wasn't that long of a movie, which is always a plus for me. And it just seemed like a fun thing to do. But the I was wavering the whole weekend because I'm thinking I had the son's thing. I was so busy. This week is going to be so busy. I was at my brother's all day for football. I watched the last um, Bears game of the season, the playoff game. So if anybody's listening to this and is familiar with that game, it was a very big heartbreaker for the um, Bears because the field goal kicker missed the field goal, which would have won the game in the last two seconds of the game. And I know I've, I've also heard that people have been very mean to this guy and um, there's been threats coming his way. It's a game. People need to be forgiven. It's not that serious. It, somebody has to lose the game in the um, whatever game you're playing. Um, and I know it's a bummer, but it doesn't need to rise to threats. And that's part of just being positive. There's so much negativity. I know I'm kind of going off on a on a different tangent before I talk about escape room. But I feel like especially in the last couple of weeks there's been so much negativity with the government shutdown and everything that's happening in the world that when a field goal is missed, it's not the end of the world. A bummer, yes, not the end of the world. Okay. So the movie Escape Room, go see it if you have a chance. It was, um, it moved quick. It moved at a fast pace. Like you were into the plot immediately. And the whole time I kept thinking, I really don't know what's going to happen next. I didn't know why the characters were connected or what was going on. I Like I don't want to spoil it. So I'm trying to be like a, a kind of vague, but it kept me guessing till the very end. Things that I, where I felt it was going one way, it didn't. And it was an enjoyable movie. Um, the best movie you'll ever see this year? No, not at all, but super fun. And when it got, when it was done, I said, that movie was super fun. I really enjoyed it. It was my proclamation. I saw it just to give a second opinion. Um, my two daughters, 12 and 25, also really enjoyed it. My sister-in-law kind of thought, mm, she thought it was a little derivative, was a little bit too close to some other movies, but I enjoyed it, and my other daughters enjoyed it. The funny thing was, when we walked out, we saw all these people wearing escape room-type t-shirts, and we're like, what is this? And it was... um. My friends own the North Valley Escape Room in Anthem. 
if you have a chance to do that escape room, do it. It's super fun. They've been voted the best escape room in Arizona for, I don't know how many years, a couple years, I think since they opened. And it's listed in Phoenix Magazine every year as the best escape room in Arizona. They come up with their own escape rooms and their own puzzles. My favorite one that I've done is Alcatraz. It's set up like a prison. It's super fun. Um, and it turns out that the group who was all wearing the escape room t-shirts was the North Valley escape room. And I said, what are you guys doing here? Like how funny. And she had said it was our, it was a team building exercise for them to come to the escape room movie together. So that was a pleasant surprise. I was sort of wondering why the movie was so crowded on a Sunday night. And it was because, um, they, I think they were taking up about half of the movie. It was a big group of them, so it was funny. The last thing I wanted to talk about was what a fan I am of Chip and Joanna Gaines. So you may remember them from the HGTV show Fixer Upper. I've, I watch the show because I don't really watch shows like that too much, but if I'm kind of hanging around the house, I might put on – that's sort of my go-to channel – is HGTV. And I've seen um, a handful of the Fixer Upper episodes. And sometimes on these, um, uh, these types of TV shows or reality TV shows, I'll kind of hate watch them where I'll be like, oh, this is so annoying, or this is so fake or whatever. But I find Chip and Joanna to be very likable. And the um, design work that she does, I just love. I don't know if it's necessarily my style. Um, it's, I think I go like a little bit more modern, but hers is definitely like a modern twist on, um, I don't know if I want to say like farmhouse or I don't know what she'd call it, but it isn't like old fashioned. It's not like country, you know, like, um, uh, like a kitchen from the 1980s. It's always like very clean looking, clean lines. Like I, love it. Um, and so whenever she fixes up a house and, and, and Chip does the construction work and it really seems like he knows what he's doing. Sometimes when you look at these shows, the person will sort of act like they're, they really know construction, but then they cut away when there's like some real work to be done. Like I feel like the property brothers really know construction. <laughs> Um, but some of the other shows you're like, oh, I don't think these people really know these things. Um, so they don't do that show anymore. Um, but I, I think there's like five or six seasons. So there's plenty of reruns to watch. And I think HGD, HGTV uh, plays them all the time. But they have a, there's someone that I really admire. And I started thinking about them just in terms of a brand for your business and a uh, a mindset for what your business is. And they obviously have something a lot bigger than we're, we're all doing. You know, they have their TV show. And they have um, a book I'm reading. I checked it out from the library. So that's why I was thinking about them was The Magnolia Story. And that's just their autobiography. 
and I'm a few chapters into it, but it's very cute. I'm at the part where they met and um, how Chip was always kind of an entrepreneur and they're talking about getting going in business. And so they have that book and then he wrote a book as well and she did a cookbook. Her cookbook is really pretty. Um, it's just a beautiful book to have as a coffee table book, I think, um, or to add to your cookbooks. I um, checked it out from the library. It's not something that I'll buy because of a lot of the recipes or stuff that I don't eat, but I really enjoyed looking through it. Like, they Everything that they do is just so tasteful, and it had me thinking about my topic about the room of one's own I really feel that Chip and Joanna have this in their business where they've created this niche. They've created this marketing that's very them and um, and people love them. So the, the cookbook's good. She has a design book um, that I flipped through. I haven't read it yet. That seems great with just design tips and uh, little tips for organizing rooms I've purchased stuff off their website. So they have a website too with things that you can buy that are really in the style of what how Joanna decorates. So like I said, a lot of the stuff just doesn't fit in with my style. And also, I just have so much stuff anyways that at some point, maybe I'll get rid of everything and redecorate. But I'm not looking for things like, you know, garbage cans or hardware for drawers or anything like that I kind of have all that now but what they do have they also have office stuff they have um, the cutest organizational pads that you've ever seen I love these pads so they have the nice thick stock paper and then the pads are divided into on so on one sheet it'll have Monday through Friday and then it'll have to do checklists on it and it is a perfect organizational pad. I just keep it on my desk. I write down the stuff I have to do during the week. And then I prioritize stuff on the days. Like it's great. So I'm just a big fan of them and just wanted to share that. It's fun to go on the website. Um, they have a great design on the website. They always have sales. So if you're looking to pick up... Um, things like new towels or things like that. They just have all sorts of different things. You can't decorate your whole house top to bottom. It's not heavy furniture, but it's a lot of that little touches that she would do on Fixer Upper where you could buy some of that stuff, you know, like stuff for your kitchen counters, uh, bathroom accessories, things like that. And if you sign up on the website, you get a coupon to apply to your first order and I signed up on the website when I bought the notepads and they send coupons occasionally I just had one the other day it was 25% off your whole order and there's nice stuff very very tasteful and good and I'm a big fan of them and like I said they I was thinking about them quite a bit because I felt like their their mindset and how they run their business was really admirable and something that I just wanted to keep in mind. It also felt to me like they're very family-oriented. They have, I think, five children. I know they just had a baby, so I think that makes five. And they seem very into that. And um, 
there was they have a magazine too, which I highly recommend the magazine. It's just quarterly, um, but it has great tips in it. It has organization tips. It has party tips. Last year in their Christmas um, issue, they had a, a friend Christmas party that they were talking about, and they played a game where they did trivia about each other. And so I took that and modified it a little bit and did it last year. I totally meant to do it this year and just forgot. Just everything was so busy and Christmas crept up on me so fast. I actually wrote the questions for it and forgot to play the game. But there's things like that. Um, and I like it. You know, they'll have things that, you know, suggestions on stuff you can buy. Sometimes it's stuff that they sell. Sometimes it's stuff that they don't, you know, that they refer you to another website. They'll refer you on great paint colors. It's just an overall great magazine. So I really enjoy it. And um, an, just another recommendation I would make. It's like 20 bucks for the year. But in their last, this most recent Christmas up, Christmas issue, they showed their bedroom and there was a Christmas tree in the room. And I thought, what a lovely idea. And their pictures are just so perfect. It showed them and, you know, all the kids in bed together. And this Christmas tree in the corner, the bedroom looked very large. So I think that would be a consideration if you're going to put up a Christmas tree. But maybe you could do a small tree. Um, I think this is something that I really liked as an idea. And how lovely just to have that glow from the Christmas tree. If you've ever had a Christmas tree and just kind of sat and enjoyed it, and you had that in your room, that just seems like a nice touch. So, so that's all I'm going to say about Chip and Joanna. I'm a big fan, obviously, and I've taken many tips from them over the time that I've watched the show and, and read their um, periodicals and their books. Okay, I'm going to call it a day. Get on with my weekend. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can reach out to me on Facebook. That's under my name. Instagram, Florence Legally Brunette. That's the same for Tumblr. Twitter, Florence Law. Thank you so much for listening. I, I really, again, want to thank everyone who listens. I know there are a lot of options out there for podcasts. And every week when I check the stats, I'm just amazed that there are people finding me and listening. Um, again, I'm on, I'm on iTunes and I'm also on SoundCloud. And I just wanted to share a very, very fun, amazing, interesting fact to me. When I checked the stats last week, my two biggest markets were Turkey and Mexico. And I don't know who you are who's out there listening but hello, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks for listening. So thank you all, and I'll be back next week with some more time management and lifestyle tips. Enjoy. Talk to you soon.